It's your host, Cash Money Morgan. Um, so, you guys, this episode, I am a kid in the candy store, you guys. I feel like I'm sitting on a pile of information and I hold the key to all the information and you're just sitting here anticipating it and it is like a weird control power complex that no one should ever give me. Like, I just feel powerful in this moment and it's kind of scary. Um, well, anyways, uh, how you guys been? What the heck? I missed you. It's been a minute since the solo pod. So much has happened in my life. Um, it's crazy. Before we get into anything, I just want to give some updates besides the major updates that I'm about to give. Again, if you're listening, you know I live downtown, so it gets noisy and I don't have a studio yet. You know, it's definitely in my dream journal. Um, love to have a super cool studio. So until then, you're just going to have to kind of put up with it. I try to help it out in editing, but I'm not perfect. So uh, yeah, um, there's that. Also, you know, I am trying to get merch in the way, but I have so many things happening right now. And also I'm trying to kind of work with lawyers just to make sure everything is good to go, whether it's like trademark and stuff. So some of that stuff just takes some time and you want to do it really like excellent and right. So there's a little bit of a process and I am excited about designs. I have a few ideas for sure that I'm going to do, um, but I really want it to look really unique and different and kind of be not like an art piece, but you know it when you see it type of merch. So that's, that's that. But um, welcome to this episode. It's the 29th episode. Probably should do something crazy for the 30th. Um, but yeah, here we go. Welcome to Keeping Up With Cash. It's about to get serious. So the last solo pod was right before the podcast party. And before I even get into the podcast party, I just need to talk about what was going on in my life at the time. So the week of the podcast party, um, that Tuesday, I actually was asked to speak at a manufacturing conference to discuss sales and marketing. And this was my first time ever speaking on a panel that was something business related. I had spoken on panels before in my life for, you know, church stuff or like whatever. But this was the first time it was for business. And I was super excited, but also nervous because, I, again, I was the youngest. And most of these people have had like at least five years experience in the industry. I had a year and a half uh, pushing that two year Mark, but um, I was super excited. And I think when you go into things like that, you have to just push confidence. You have to believe in yourself. You have to know that you're here for a reason. And it's so easy to get that, um, you know, imposter syndrome where it's like, I don't deserve, I always get imposter syndrome when it, it comes in like relationships or whatever. I'm always like, I don't know if I'm good enough to be here. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. Like these people are prettier as people. I always get that. Um, so I'm having imposter syndrome, but it was really cool. Like my bosses picked us up and we went to Branson and then we had this manufacturing conference. Um, we had like name badges. We had our room. They recorded us. And the questions, the questions were pretty good. For the most part, I knew a lot of the questions. And I think it does help me that I studied communications in college and I do a podcast. So I kind of know, you know, how to speak clearly, you know, if I don't know how to answer something, I just answer something I do know. So they're asking me, they're like, well, what are your thoughts on, you know, AI when it comes to manufacturing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, let me tell you my thoughts on um, social media. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how I did it, but I would like reframe the question so that I answered what I did know. Um, or I like leave it with like, a motivational speech. And so I actually got to meet some really cool people and make some friends. And I think in the first time, in kind of a long time, I was 
feeling really fulfilled and content in what I was doing. And I think, you know, when you're kind of in that corporate world a little bit for uh, maybe it's over a year. And especially for me, like in the position that I'm at was a position that was created for me. There was no marketing at this company before I got there. And so it has been a learning process for me and my bosses and just kind of like what that role is going to look like and how far it was going to grow. And I think now I've just learned so much. I'm not the same person I was when I first came to that company in 2021. And, you know, having this podcast and starting that in my personal life and somehow figuring out how to balance that and work and all the things and then planning this massive pod party. Like, I just felt that I could do I can do more like I can I'm capable of a lot. And so I was actually in this place, though, like with the manufacturing conference. And then we had, went to the country club and I had a stick. It was like the best day ever. Me and my bosses, the leadership at the company, we just had these super honest and raw conversations. And I remember leaving that moment crying and tears of joy. Like I got in my car and I just had been really emotional and stressed that week. I remember just kind of like breaking down and like thinking to God, like, thank you. Like this has been, you know, I feel so happy to be here and I feel as if, you know, I'm finally like broke down like to them and it's really showed them like what I'm wanting for my future and whatever. And it had been like a long time coming a little bit of like some of the things that I was really wanting for myself. And, um, because I love these people so much. So the whole manufacturing moment was just a lot for me. You know, it was a lot for my career. It was a lot for me mentally and emotionally in this company, in this job. And then, you know, go on to three days later, we have this massive podcast party. So literally that week in February, I loved it, but I also hated it at the same time because my anxiety was at an all-time high, yet I was actually having so much fun. So it, it was a lot. It was a movie. Uh, we had the podcast party. My parents came into town, and it was the first time in a long time that they were both together in Springfield. And so it was funny because it was the first, like, loft moment and I'm showing them my spots where all the regulars go like who I know all the hole in the wall type stuff the history of the loft I live in like it's super different it's such a vibe um we were joking around because everywhere I've like lived in Springfield since college like where I went to college was a different vibe and then all the other apartments it has like different personalities of the different neighborhoods locations you live in and so i love the personality of where i live in now it's it's really cool so i got to visit my parents we all got to hang out with my best friends we went to uh the piano situation place and that place was so fun and we were just laughing and recording and having the most fun ever it was just a great night before the podcast and so many people i want to thank you i want to pause Thank you to everyone who came, participated, helped volunteer in any way. Seriously, round of applause for you because you guys are all amazing. Seriously, I cannot do any of this in my own strength. First of all, no way. I want Jen, Jen is a queen who has helped me out so much in event planning and just the process of it. And she helped out with so many decorations. Christina, uh, my mom, my dad, Becky, Haley, Eva, like, I could go on and on and on and on and on. Everyone from the Discovery Center, like, it was amazing. It truly was six months of planning for this party. And people are always like, why did you want a podcast party? Like, what was the actual point of it? And for me, I've, I've mentioned it before, the whole purpose of starting this podcast 
really came from a place where I was broken and I was hurt and I and I was ready to encourage and bring life and bring hope because that's what really came into my life. And I wanted to celebrate it and I wanted everyone in my life to celebrate with each other. And so we had this party and it really did bring so many people together. They're like network with each other. They um, you know, got to meet each other. They hang out now. They know each other in Springfield. And that's, I think that's so powerful and that's so amazing. And so the podcast party, you know, we got there early Saturday. Um, we set up the whole place and it looked gorgeous. It blew me away. It was way better than my expectations ever could have. And of course, something happens. Every time you plan an event, something's going to happen. You're going to forget something, something's going to happen. So what happened was, the projector was giving us issues. And luckily the Discovery Center team was really clutch with that stuff, but it, it was still having issues. So the only thing that wasn't perfect in the OCD Morgan brain world is the fact that I played a video and the sound in my lips did not sync perfectly, but that's okay, it was still great. Um, but so many people showed up and that was so loving to me. Like they showed up, they showed out, they participated and that just meant the world. And so how the evening went was, Everyone walked in, we had a really cute photo booth situation, you could leave your business card, we had a huge table of charcuterie, um, we had some tables, we sold all the merch basically, except for a few hats, and then I sold, gave some of them away, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we had a merch table, we had um, all these different things, a punch table, and then we had the projector. So what happened was we took photos, we did a networking game, and then we went in and I played a video of just a recap of like all the different episodes. It was a fun little vibe video. It's on social media. Um, and then we went into a little speech I gave and I basically just kind of went over the different episodes that occurred this year, you know, eating disorder, doctor episode, um, my professor episode, just kind of touched on that. I also touched on the miracles that God has just done in my life this year, you know, with the loft and the lawyer and my health issues and just all the things that he's moved in my life. And then just kind of thanked everyone. And then I went into a presentation and I basically just kind of described in the mission statement of the podcast and why I started it and my heart behind it and my goals for Springfield and my goals for the year. And I really want to partner with different companies or people that have the same mission and vibe as me. I really want to work with nonprofits. I really want to help people and pour into Springfield more than just a podcast, but as a brand. And so that is kind of the vibe of the party. So we did that. Um, it was pretty amazing. We all got to network, hug, like laugh afterward, take pictures, dance a little bit. Um, it was super cool. We had a lot of awesome people show up and show out. And I just can't thank them enough. It was amazing. And I think my biggest takeaway is when you show people visibly your passion and your love and the way that you're making an impact. I think that was one of the biggest things that really stood out in the video is I played a video and over the course of this past year, I have collected all of the texts and DMs. If you've ever texted me or DM'd me, it showed up in the video about the podcast. And just, there's a lot of moving texts, a lot of moving uh, DMs as in like, hey, this really spoke to me. Like, hey, I really needed this in this moment. And so I showed those, you know, your names were included, but I showed those at the party. And I, some people 
um, were really crying in that moment. And that really moved a lot of people. And so I think my purpose of the party and why I felt like it was so effective was a lot of people felt my heart behind it. They felt the mission and they could visibly see it. So now I have confidence that like when my friends are in a room and I'm not in there and someone talks about a podcast, they're going to bring me up. They're going to describe it. They're going to show them and they're going to do it just the exact same way as I would do it. And I have full confidence in that. And since the party, I've had opportunities because of people who have gone there who know my heart and they know the vibe of the podcast and they've reached out to me and we've gone to events and we've done stuff and we've networked and we have these things in motion right now and that's all glory to God and that's all because of this podcast party and how everyone has helped and just A plus B plus C you know it all works together and so it's it was pretty amazing I was very happy that like it was done but just seeing the way that it moved and seeing so many people so excited about something that um, I just felt led to start because of God was wild. Like it's, it's just wild when you see someone who has the same passion and love for something that you birthed and that you have passion and love for. And so it's a feeling that's kind of crazy. But, you know, it's an LLC now. I want to shout out to my lawyer, dude. He is just a freaking goat. Like, I'm obsessed. And he helped me that. So we're officially a small business. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. So the podcast party, 10 out of 10, vibe and a half. And so now let's get into the big news that you're waiting for. I wish I had, like, a um, like an anticipation button. That's not it. Um, like, do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a button that can really describe the emotion I'm about to give to you, but this is how it all works out. So the podcast party is done. It was a hit. It was a vibe and a half. I'm content in my job. I'm feeling fulfilled. I'm happy. Life is good. Eat, pray, love. So then one of my friends, it's not my girl Skylar, she... You know, the biggest thing about the podcast party was like posting the photos everywhere and everything has a timely fashion, especially in marketing. Like if you're in marketing, you understand that content is really important, but almost more important is timing. Timing is everything. And that's what I've learned in life about just God, how God works, patience, everything in life is about the timing. And um, so immediately after the party, I just like puked all my content all over LinkedIn and Facebook and everything. And I wanted to show people like, hey, this is what I've been working on. Um, this is for the podcast. This is the one year. This is what we did. It's what we invested in, blah, 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 blah. So people start seeing the photos. They're starting to ask questions. They're starting to be like, hey, okay, this is what is what's going on in Springfield that everyone's wearing black tie? Like, why is everyone in like these fancy prom dresses? Like, I need to know. And so Skylar reached out to me and she was like, hey, you know, there's some positions at my office and my bosses saw your stuff on LinkedIn and they're just dying to meet you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is cool. Like someone's interested in meeting me You know, I'm always down to clown. Like I'm here to, I would love to meet anyone, you know? And so we ended up meeting and kind of discussing my passions and my career goals. And they're kind of telling me like what they needed. And what I felt was so sweet and so God about this moment was I didn't apply for anything. I didn't, you know, submit a resume. I mean, if you go on my social media or my LinkedIn, I mean, it's pretty, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see my like experience and what I've done, but it was a huge honor just for them to even just like consider me in that without even having to really apply and all these things and just meeting them. The vibe was amazing. I felt so comfortable. I had so much peace and um, it was something that I really prayed on 
And I really was like, okay, God, this is everything they're offering me is a dream job position is everything that I could have ever dreamed of wanting in a role. And it made me really excited and nervous. And so when I walked away from that situation, it's hard because you know, you're at a company where you love the people so much, but a little bit you're you're feeling unfulfilled in the sense of I'm not feeling challenged in my work anymore. I can do so much more. And so that was a hard thing and I prayed on it and I was like, "You know what? This is scary and excites me." And usually whenever I feel that way about something, it's like, okay, you got to full send. You got to jump in the deep pool. You got to do it. You got to do it. And so, yeah. So I called them up and I was like, hey, um, I'll, I accept. I'm taking this job. And so basically what the position is, is I will be a consultant now at a digital marketing agency here in Springfield. So if you're a small company or a big company and or even an independent person, a freelancer, whatever you need, if you're interested in any, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I have to plug it. Um, if you're interested in any like business collaboration or you want help in that area and you want to work with me, please reach out to me, DM me, message me. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend, Morgan Pagel is doing sales now and I did a marketing agency in Springfield, Missouri. So yeah, definitely reach out to me because I am so excited to be doing this line of business just to be able to expand the marketing efforts and really get into that sales world. And so I'm so excited and over the moon, over the moon. Like I, I cannot wait. And um, but breaking up with the first company, your first love, like your first co corporate love is hard. I, when I wrote out my letter of resignation, I was like, this is a glorified breakup text. Like I'm literally saying it's me, not you. Um, but I wish you the best. And I have so much love for you. Like I, I'm like, I've said this before. <laughs> and so, so I wrote it out and I went to work and, um, is difficult for me because I'm a very emotional person and I really do like love with my heart. And so I just had one-on-one -on -one conversations with my bosses and I gave them the letter and I cried, I cried. And I just told them, I was like, you know what, this is, uh, you know, this was approached to me and this opportunity is something that I truly cannot pass up because I'm so excited about what they're offering me and like how I can add to this company, how I can challenge myself and grow this company. And so it was hard, but um, true colors always come out when people are happy for you, when you're just going to grow in your career. That shows that you're leaving an amazing company. You're leaving good people who really care about you. And so I gave like three weeks, almost a four weeks notice and really was hush hush about it. I didn't, it's just no one's business. You know, it's, it was really just keeping it on the low and um, it was difficult. You know, transition is difficult and change like that can be really hard for me, but I, I'm really grateful. And so my last day was amazing. If you follow me on like Instagram and stuff, you totally saw Christina killed it with the going away cake. They inducted uh, my ping pong paddle into the Hall of Fame and framed it like they did the cutest little thing. And I just... Um, Food day, Claire killed it, Maddie, like everyone just really went that extra mile and it made me feel so loved and it made me feel, um, but really it's a family and just because you switch jobs doesn't mean these people aren't a part of your life. You're still a family. I think there's just some companies that like you're part of that forever. You know, you're in it forever. My CEO called me and personally thanked me and I was just blubbering on the phone. I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You know, and he's like, no, Morgan, like, we're happy for you. We get it. We knew this day was going to come. And yeah, so I think it's something that I like did not expect at 23 to be growing this 
kind of fast in my career but I am so excited like I am so excited especially too that like I did manufacturing and now I'm doing sales consultant you know for a marketing agency and I can just really tackle all the different industries and that's something that I'm really excited about so that's the big news that I've been sitting on and I will tell you something before I worked corporate I was a freaking blabbermouth like I could not keep a secret and then I remember like my first day at my job they were like, okay, Morgan, you can literally not tell anyone this. So I think that I've grown a lot in the past two years on just how to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> like sometimes sitting on information and not sharing with anyone really is a good thing. So that's the news. If you're interested in what company I'm going to be, you're going to have to check my social media soon. Um, but again, if you do want to work together and your company needs marketing, just personally message me. That's super great. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's that's the biggest news. Um, also, Callie Carroll is running for city council. That is my freaking queen. She's pro-development um, here in Springfield. And so if you're someone who really does love Springfield and you want to see it continue to expand, please vote for her April 4th if you are registered. Um, that's something that I w slacked on. However, Callie Carroll, April 4th, vote for her. She's amazing. I want Springfield to grow, and so if you're on the same vibe as me, vote Callie Carroll. Uh, yes. Um, I recently got some new bar stools and chairs, and I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't know if I talked about it last time. I got a new table. So last time I did the podcast, I the solo pod, I probably had way less furniture in my loft now. Now Eva helped build an entertainment center for me from Amazon. I was like, hey girl, you want to come over and like hang out? And then as we're like hanging out, I'm like, hey, do you mind just like building this entertainment center? This is what happens when you like don't have a man here. Like you're just like, ah, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I'll do, I'll cook you some dinner if you build this for me. Like, ah. So then I got a glass table. Shout out to Andy from the loft. You helped me out with that and Alex. And then, um, I'm like a Facebook marketplace queen like that's bless up to God though he's always bringing me like the best items so I got these super dope bar stools they're really interesting and vintage and I got these new chairs um the bar stools were like a hundred dollars maybe it was like 150 and then I got these chairs four for forty dollars so I, I would say I mean like those are some pretty good deals and I'm really picky about everything in my life clothes men furniture and so I would say that I'm extremely happy with these purchases and the loft is starting to really turn into something that has looked like my personal Pinterest board. So for that, I'm very, very grateful. I'm very grateful. I want to touch on again, something that is about God's timing. Um, especially with the job scenario, I think there was a moment for me kind of a couple months ago where I was just like feeling frustrated in my role and a little bit unfulfilled. And I think like, I didn't, I had like a wandering eye, I think when it came to like my career. And there were some moments where I did face rejection and I was hurt and I was like, dang. And I had that imposter syndrome where I was thinking like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm just not as qualified. Maybe there are just these marketers that are just better than me. Like maybe I am just not as good as these other people. I don't have enough experience. And you get that lie in your head and it's just so not true. And you have to just like squash that because that's not from God. Like that's not it. And, um, you know, having these people, this is my second big girl job. And the fact that they pursued me, like I wasn't like they pursued me and, and that was that. And that's how things have to be in life, especially like in relationships or whatever else. Like 
they need to understand my worth and my value. And that's why I'm so excited to go into this role because I just left a company where they did know my worth. They did. And I'm going to a company that also knows my worth. And so really my whole career has just recently been this awesome place where I've worked at great places. And it's just um, like leaving somewhere on a healthy note and loving the people is the best thing I could have ever asked for. So that's, that's where I'm at on that. And just kind of learning that really it's not on our time for anything, when it comes to relationships or moving or jobs, it's, it's on God's time. And he has, he has the best plan. And so as corny as it is, like you really just have to trust it and the process. Because every time we try to push something, if I didn't trust, like if I didn't wait on these chairs, I would have not gotten chairs that I actually loved. I would have gotten the first thing I saw on Facebook. And like, who's doing that? I don't want the first thing I see on Facebook that's like disgusting. No, you have to dig. You have to wait and be patient for what's really there for you. So that's my shameless plug on that. I want to transition a little bit. I know the last solo pod I said that I was going to start kind of adding in a little bit again, like something that I think is valuable information. And there's something that's just been on my heart for a couple months that I kind of just want to show, um, not show more so, but like talk about. And I kind of plugged it a little bit in the uh, marketing advertising. I want to talk about self-worth, to be honest. Um, around, but more so just kind of like in relationships slash me as a person, you know, if I talked about my entire self-worth journey, we'd be here for like four episodes and I don't want to do that. But, um, a year ago I was kind of in a weird place when it came to my own personal self-worth and my, like how I viewed myself with men I just felt like I was seeking a lot of validation. Like I would try to dress for guys or like, you know, impress them. And even if I just like, I never wanted to be alone. And you're like, Morgan, be so for real. Like you weren't in a relationship. You're right. I wasn't, but I never wanted to be like fully alone. Like I always had to have like dudes in my phone or like hang out with guys. Like I always wanted to be like snapping someone. Like I always wanted to always have something on the back burner. And then I just kind of kept felt like feeling like disappointed and feeling like this is um, not deep, not intentional. It's just very surface and it's, it's not growing roots in any way. Like it's really not pouring into me in any way. And I kept getting disappointed and feeling like this isn't not, this is not it for me. This is not what is meant for me. And I took a moment where I just felt kind of like disgusting in myself a little bit. Like I just felt like, icky of myself and I was like you know what I'm really like acting not not that I was like desperate in any way but I I felt like I was just very available and um open to all these dudes and I just I felt like I didn't know my worth I didn't know my value and so at the time I think I might have been on some like apps which I'm like anti-dating app kind of person some people find love on there and that's cool for them but I just don't feel like personally, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I'm just not a dating app person. And I just don't feel like my person probably uses dating apps, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not here to judge, but it's just, it's just not my thing. It's, you're not going to catch me on there. Um, yeah. And anyways, so a year ago I was in this motion where I just felt like I was being hyper available. I couldn't be alone. I'm just mess like snapping dudes just because it's like, I'm bored and I want to feel like I'm talking to someone. And finally, I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, Morgan, wake up. Like nothing is substantial. Nothing is 
actually benefiting you. Nothing's growing. And I was like, you're going to learn how to mentally and physically be alone. And that guys are not the biggest priority of your day or your life. And so that's when I just kind of stopped. Cold turkey, like I barely use Snapchat anymore. To be honest, it's really just a marketing tool for me. And I like stopped talking to a lot of people, to be honest, and just my close friends. And I, and I did that from like March all the way to June. And I was, I was like intentionally being alone and just doing things I want to do, loving myself, self-care, you know, spending time with God. I was not focused on dating or anything. And in the past, I had been in, you know, like a situation like kind of thing in the past that really wrecked me in my mental health and how I viewed myself. And I viewed myself always as less than or not good enough, not not deserving enough, which is so crazy, you know, but it's the truth. And so I needed time to be able to to grow and to learn and to love myself and to realize my value and and oh you fumbled or oh you got you know you lost this or like whatever but i needed to realize my high value yeah you see downtown live love love um and that stuff takes time you know because just because you value yourself does not mean that other people are going to value you and just because you value yourself and respect yourself someone can acknowledge that but still not treat you like that and so that's what's been the craziest part of my life. It, not the craziest part of my life, but like the craziest part of this like learning journey is I stepped away from all apps, dates, talking to men for a number of months. And then finally I kind of like this summer just like kind of let myself be open. And it's, a, it's all on a journey, you know? And then I started talking to dudes and whatever and really learning like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be treated. This is how I'm supposed to be talked to. This is how I'm supposed to you know, respond to these guys, this is my worth, this is my value, and really, you know, not putting my self-worth into how a man treats me. You know, you kind of tell the man, well, this is my standard, this is how I view myself, These are. this is my belief system, match it or get out, you know, like, that's kind of the vibe, and I look back on the old Morgan and just realizing so much of like how I just wanted connection and I really would lower all my standards just to feel that when really, you know, having the standards actually helps build the connection. And so it's all been fascinating and it's been a journey and all those little tiny moving parts matter. And that's why timing is everything because I look at my life. If I didn't go on this date, I wouldn't meet this person. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't experience that, which would lead me to here. You know, if you don't do all those steps, sometimes you don't get to be at the place where you are today. And especially when I look at this job role, you know, what if I had been so upset in my job and I got something on a whim that wasn't meant for me back in like November, you know? And what if I hated it and I would have missed out on the real opportunity that was right here for me, you know? So it's, it's, it's fascinating how God moves and works and, and everything. And I'm excited for this next step. And, and I'm excited for where I am too in just my own self-worth journey. And even though I feel strong in who I am and I'm, I feel strong in my faith and like, what the Bible says I am, like that's huge too. The way that, you know, God loves us and how he views us, like that is huge in your self-worth. But I'm not gonna lie, like I still to this day struggle with 
things in myself and feeling imposter syndrome too. Like I still struggle with sometimes just feeling like, oh no, I'm inadequate or I'm not as good or this and that. And I think, like I said in other episodes, you have to take those thoughts captive and just like give it to God and be like, you know what? Like the minute something happens, like an insecure thought like that, I just have to like turn on worship music or something, you know, because if something isn't for me, if it's not of God, let it go. I don't want it, you know, but also... I'm human. Humans experience pain. Humans experience fear. And it's just a way of life. But it's also like, okay, how do I channel this? Like, how do I give this to God? Because I'm not going to let a thought come into my brain that isn't, that isn't of him. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's that. So I don't know if you can relate to that or like in your life, you feel like, okay, I just keep living day to day. Like, you know, if this guy likes me or this guy doesn't or whatever, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, okay, do you like you? <laughs> you know, like, do you like this guy? Like, what, what, what do you want for your life? What is the standard you have for yourself? You know, make that bar, set that bar and, and, and make people reach it, you know, and it's, it's not easy because I was just having this conversation with my friend and we were saying, because a lot of times when you, when you make a standard like that, you know, you, you're going to have to be okay if people don't want it and they leave. Like, are you okay with people leaving, leaving your life, you know? And then a lot of times toxic relationships happen because we would rather keep them in our lives than lose them in our life, you know? And, and it makes me sad, but I think that's something that we as individuals have to choose for ourselves, and we have to choose that from our own self-worth. And a lot of times you just have to go through it in order to realize it and accept it and grow from it. So yeah, I don't know. And if any of you are interested more on just kind of like more specific of a process, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about anything. But I'm just telling you that like literally last March, I just felt so empty and I felt like I nothing in my life was like really substantial. And I thank God had enough self-awareness that I was like, seriously, Morgan, you cannot like, you cannot be treating guys like this. You can't be acting like this. You need to get yourself right. You need to understand your self-worth and walk in it every single day. And now it's like this goofy thing where I really don't try to impress guys. I never dress for men. I dress for however I want to dress. Like I wear what I want to wear. And we just did that photo shoot the other night at like Elwood Studios. Plug, shout out Elwood, love them. Um, and all the photographers there, all the women were like cheering all of us on. But they were, whenever they cheered me on, they were like, yes, queen slay. Like, I don't know why, but when you win women over, like when women love you, that is just like the best vibe ever. And I don't know if it's because like women are catty and petty and we can be like, uh, but I don't know. Like if anything, I'm trying to like win like women's validation, <laughs> but I don't really care. I just, um, I just walk in confidence and I just know that you know, this is how I am. This is how God made me. And I just want to love others. And that's, and that's that. So I don't know if that helped you, but I just felt so strongly in my spirit that it was like, you need to talk about this because it's been a journey for me. I'm still on the self-worth journey. There are still things that happen that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a trigger, but I'm trying to be mature and like grow from it and like learn and like rewire my brain sometimes. But yeah. Okay, and something I want to talk about too to transition gears a little bit is listening. So um, I've been really plugged in in that church and it's like a vibe. And, you know, I always tell God, I'm like, all right, 
you know, use me how you want and that's that and just see whatever. And I feel like something he really does, at least for me, is he puts me in these situations that I just think are normal. And then he just has me listen to people. And it is the most interesting and fascinating thing I've encountered this past month. One night I was at my gym and I was in the hot tub for days. If you know me, you know I love that. It's self-care. Oh, that's what's new too is I got a gym membership. Because I was like, Missouri is so gray and I was losing my mind with how busy I am. I was like, I need an outlet. And so I started going to the sauna and then I started going to the hot tub and then I started working out. And so now I'm a gym girly. Um, Anyways, I was in the hot tub one night and this woman and I are just chatting it up. Next thing I know, she's telling me she's having this super experimental surgery. She said she was supposed to be at church this night, but she couldn't. She's like crying. Next thing I know, I'm like praying over this chick in the hot tub. Like, won't he do it? You know, like, won't he do it? <laughs> and that, I'm like, okay, okay, this is like a random Thursday night. Then last week, I just go to freaking Olive Garden and I'm eating my soup and salad by myself because that's what I do to relax on, you know, once in a while. And talking to the bartender and she's just opening up about her life and her struggles and finances and all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, like, I'll pray for you, you know. If I hear of any opportunities, I'll let you know. Like, I'll reach out. And this chick is just, like, crying. And I just, like, it's so fascinating to me how when we just, like, pause and get off our phones and we talk to people and we just, like, listen, that people will tell you what's going on in their life. Like, you don't have to do this crazy thing where you're like, hey, come to church with me. Hey, let's do a Bible study. Like, you can do all that stuff. But if I just, like, listen to you and I say, like, hey, there's hope for you and I'm praying for you and, like, I want the best for you, like, those sentences enough literally will touch people's lives and God moves. Like, it is the most wild phenomenon even even just someone that is in my life as well just recently out of the blue started opening up to me about you know their struggle like with you know alcoholism and like how it can lead to such dark things for them and sobriety or whatever and and I'm just sitting here like so grateful that this person feels a trust with me to open up about this and that not only that I can be like hey you know what like I'm gonna pray for you but like I'm actually am gonna pray for them and I'm actually am gonna fight for them behind the scenes that they don't even know about and pause I'm sorry that this like got all preachy like wasn't supposed to be that vibe but this has all happened to me literally in the past three weeks and it's just literally has been from me sitting back and listening to someone so I challenge you like I don't know if you ride the bus or if you know, you're just, you walk to work or whatever you do. But if you just like got off your phone for a second and pause and listen to people and just see, you know, oh my gosh, like I had no idea you were going through this. Like, how can I help you? How can I pray for you? Because that to me is one of the biggest ministries um, in the world. Because people might not get be able to get into church, but they might be able to have access to you. So what are you doing? You know? And I don't know. And I, I'm not trying to get all preachy with it or whatever, but I just... Like, my heart pours out that people in my everyday life are going through these things. And I just want to know, like, well, how can I help? And how can I make you feel heard? And how can I assist you in this position? And so that's, that's my whole thing is love God, love others, period. So I don't know. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on this roller coaster ride with me. I'm trying to think of anything else crazy that's happened. Some people have reached out to me and they're like, Morgan, we want to see your closet. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, it's not organized. Uh, shout out to my girl, Julia. She said she would help me organize my life. And I'm really pumped about that. Uh, she's super cute. And, um, yeah, so hopefully I actually might start doing some videos and stuff just about like my favorite pieces and clothing because I really am like I really love fashion. I think it is so much of an art and just pairing your pieces together. So I might start doing some stuff like that. Um, I really am trying to plug in more with just a lot of local people for Springfield because I want to work with a nonprofit. I want to feel and help people with this podcast. And so that's in the works for sure. Uh, but I think one of the biggest lessons and takeaways I would take from this episode is when opportunity comes knocking to your door, I say yes. And I think that's why I'm busy so much, but it puts me in all these situations um, that happen that work for good. Or, you know, when, when you're like, oh, actually, I'm really busy tonight. I don't think it's a good fit. I'm like, okay, if it's kind of a sweet tooth type of opportunity, take it, make room for it. Because I just don't know, like you just don't know what's going to happen and you just don't know how God's going to move. And I look at my life and I'm always like, shoot, a lot of this is because I said, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. So yeah, uh, I will say this new place does have a ping pong table. So don't even think about the fact that I'm not going to play as much. Um, also a place downtown, not downtown, um, has recently opened in Springfield called Classics Yard. It is now a little ping pong spot. This is a free shameless plug. I freaking love that place and I play a lot of pong there. So I have played a lot of ping pong this month, played at this little rec center. Oh my gosh, it's a vibe. Uh, but yeah, so Anyways, I love you guys so much. Um, it, it's, it's crazy to me that like how I started doing radio just at Evangel, just literally at 11 p.m., just being like, hey, what's up, guys? You're my darkest secrets, yellow swag. That, that led all the way to this podcast. And having so many people who are just going to listen to this episode is still so unreal to me. And it is still like it, it's never going to cease to amaze me. It's never going to cease to um, stop making me so excited. Uh, but I'm so excited for what this year has and I can't even believe it's about to be April like how January just happened I if this is how life is when I have kids someday it's gonna be over in like two seconds like I just don't understand how everything goes so fast it's crazy but again I want to thank you guys all so much for listening investing in me helping with the podcast party buying merch um even just like being a friend, like kind words, friendship helps so much with the mentals and especially like this decision with this new job. And so I'm very excited. I am still staying in Springfield and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. So, um, I'm praying for you guys, praying for the best, uh, whatever you're going through. Um, just know that God is bigger than it and he's with you. So, and again, hopefully we have merch on the way. Good things take time. The merch drop last year dropped like in August. Hopefully it doesn't last. Hopefully, I don't think it'll be that far away. But, you know, I got to kind of have a few, few things first before that can come. But again, love you guys so much. You seriously rock. And I hope you just take advantage of this next week and do something for yourself. Ask yourself, you know, where am I pushing the timing instead of waiting for it? And also like in... Am I struggling with my self-worth at all? And what do I need to work on? And yeah, so you guys are the best. And just remember to keep on keeping up with cash. Bye.